Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? He created the firmament, the stars, the signs, all that stuff. Y'all know all that. The plants, the animals. And if you read in there, he said he, he created man and woman. He created he and them in his image. But when he said God also planted a garden, and the garden was called what? And he said he put the man in the garden. Did he put Eve in there? Did he, did he say he put man in the garden? Just man. But in scriptures before that, he said he created both of them, right? So our mind's thinking, I'm seeing he placed Adam and Eve in the garden. No, he placed Adam in the garden. He placed Adam, anthropos, mankind. He placed him in there. So he says, after, you know, he did all the animals. Y'all know the whole story. This, right? Y'all know that. He named them and all that. And then God looked at him and, you know, I guess you got nice animals and pets. He, you know, he got giraffes. He, he got everything. Just loving them. It's great. This is wonderful. He got, you know, buffaloes and everything. And he looked at him. God looked at him as a father. He said, hmm, it's not good. The man be alone. I will create him a suitable. Depending on what translation y'all want to go. Y'all want to stay King James? Go ahead. Nothing wrong with King James. But can we just go just a little deeper? King James is a translation. So he said, I will create a suitable, a help me. See, man don't know their real purpose. I'm talking about the original intent of man. I'm not talking about you right now. I'm talking about God's original intent for man. That he would fashion and tend to the garden. He said, it's not good. So I will create him. I help me. You know, he created the heavens and the stars. Barak out of nothing. He spoke it and it was. Adam was formed, of course, out of the Adama, the earth. And if you do research, the clay was like a red clay. He formed them out of that. And he said that he opened them up and pulled out a rib. He said, and then he closed them back up. And then he brought this beautiful creation to Adam. Just like in the wedding yesterday when Jackie's father brought, listen, Jackie to Darius. Mm -hmm. Just like the father, he brought Eve, Isha. He brought her to Adam. This is why you have the father bring down the woman. Amen. Then when he saw, he said, oh, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. That was his vow. That was the first marriage. That was the first marriage because the father brought the bride to him. And then Adam looked at her and he said, man, I see the very reflection of me. I'm looking at me. I'm looking at the very beautiful side of me. See, if you put the hay on the end of a Hebrew word, that's feminizing. That makes, he pulled out of him her. He pulled out of him him. He pulled out of, out of him, he pulled himself. And out of God, God pulled us out of him. But he had already created them in the scripture before. He already had them. But she was inside of him. Then he pulled it out and he said, this is the exact expression and the image of God. Pastor, so the Heavenly Father mm. pulled out of himself, himself, himself. Jesus. That's and exactly then what Jesus he did. pulled out of himself. This is why I said, no man has hated himself. Jesus. This is why you become one. How you one hate flesh. your wife? How you hate your husband? When I'm fussing at you, I'm fussing at me. Jesus. 
Uh, but I don't like what you say. I don't like what I say. Hold on, Pastor. No. I, I know that. See, we, we don't get it. She came out. Come on. Come on. Denise. Denise. Hey, see, this is the marriage. We don't get the revelation of marriage. He said, this is bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. He said, them two, after that, he said, they become one flesh. They have to have that one flesh in the earth. Because the earth is in time. But when he pulled, he pulled, he saw the beauty that was inside of him. Amen. And he put it, and they call it, listen, Isha, woman, Eve, yes. either way you want to put it. Mm-hmm. See, you can't talk about God or man or woman without mentioning fire. See, the man's job, the man's job is to purify. My I that Lord. The man's job is to purify. His job is to purify the wife. My Lord. He's the man. It's his job to purify the wife. I'm going to go there. See, I'm talking about God's original intent. I'm not talking about where you at right now. I'm talking about his original That's good. intent. That's good, Pastor. I'm talking about his original. Let's talk about... This is the first wedding. He started his whole ministry going to a wedding. That was the first time he sold a bonus scene after his trial and testing in the wilderness. First place they see him is at a wedding. Come on, Pastor. The last place you're going to see him, too, is a wedding. (sighs) Prophetic. The wedding is sacred. The wedding is ordained by God, not the state. When he pulled that rib out of him, he didn't pull another man. He didn't pull another man out of him. That's right. And said, this is the beauty of you. That's right. This is the exact reflection of you. I pulled woman. I put a part of me. And I looked at me and it was beautiful. Amen. And no man has hated himself. My Lord. So when I see you, I see me. Everything that she tell me I'm not doing, I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at me. She, see, we see her. We don't see each other as the one. He said, after we get married, we become one flesh. One flesh. And he that's joined, listen, that we're one flesh. Now that we are together and we both saved, now we're connected to the one spirit. This is why I can't divorce myself. That's why you can't, you can't divorce yourself. And he said, no man has hated himself. He said, this is the mystery of the marriage. That's right. Is that you're one. This is the mystery, the mystery. of the marriage. That so as you think, so do I. How can you have other thoughts than the thoughts that you have? I'm going to show you why. We have eyes, but we see not. We have ears, but we hear not. We hear what we want to hear. And we see what we want to see. If I can't line up with what God said, then I'm in darkness. That's right. See, what we haven't established that the word is the truth. Don't manipulate it. Don't bend it. This is why you have another Jesus, they preaching. This is why you have the emerging church. This is why you got Eastern mysticism in the church. This is why you got contemporary prayers in the church. And you got Christian with beads, saying mantras, doing yoga. But I love Jesus. No, that's another Jesus, because Jesus didn't say do none of that. What we won't do is have the standard. We just continue to assimilate. We're afraid to embrace our Jewish roots. Jesus was Jewish. 
Yeshua HaMashiach. So there's another issue with us is that we have deferred from the roots. And you need to know something. Y'all know we do the Hebrew teaching. Oh, because this is the new man. Ephesians 4.24. The new man being revealed. Well, who is the new man? Yes, Jew and Gentile becoming one in Yeshua. You can't do it. So let's, let's do the real, you know, wedding. So y'all know I had Darius stand right there. And I had Jackie circle him seven times counterclockwise. This is a, a celebration. Come to weddings, everybody in there, this is quiet. This ain't a funeral. This is a wedding. It's the most important part of their lives. Amen. Let's celebrate. Good gracious. Dead people walk. Anyway. So they walked around seven times, and it represents the man mind has issues. See, you know why she can circle them? Because she really know her role. Wow. Come on, Pastor. Don't make me come and back see, down again. One of the things, y'all, y'all in Jericho, in Jericho, they circle seven times. Send out praises. Circle them seven times. And after that, the walls, the walls of his mind, the walls of his strongholds, the walls of his lust. Come on. The walls of his fornication. Come on. The walls of his past. Come on. All that's supposed to come down. See, we do things just no meaning. But she knows her position. I'm married to him. See, we've diluted the woman's role in the marriage. You know what they've done? She's equal to me. Now, God didn't say that. God said she's the weaker vessel. That's what he said. Don't get mad at me. That's what God said. That is what he said. We got see, y'all, y'all context of weakness is wrong or the, and, or, the, or the looking of it is wrong. It's submissive, which is powerful. The virtuous woman is not a woman that's sitting there ironing your clothes and fixing your food. It's the virtuous woman is that woman that circled around her husband because now he is my focus. That's why she's circling. His mind, I'm his focus right now. Mm. See, we won. We're beauty. That's you, yes, my beauty. You, my beauty. Yes, yes. I'm looking at myself. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect myself. See, we, we're married, but we're divided. We're one flesh. One flesh. One in all. We are one in our finances. Amen. Come we on. are one in our emotions. Yes. We are one in the physical. We are one in the spiritual. See, she's circling because she's letting the enemy know. He put enmity between me and him. See, he has a call. He has a purpose. And I, as the virtuous wife, am on point. And y'all know virtuous wife means that she is a warrior. That she is relentless. Yes. But you can't do that if you're not one. You have a call on your life, BK. You have a, listen, it's been ordained as a man. And then he said, he that finds a wife, he finds a good thing. He finds Christ. Now I find my purpose. My focus is on you. I know the call. I know you are the priest, prophet, and king of the home. I know the enemy. I can see him a mile away. I can smell him. I know that who he is. And I'm going to pray this right here, the barrier, so there's no barrier between me and you. That's right. I'm going to pray for your mind. Because the enemy, he said, husband, love your wife because you will have a problem loving your wife. And he said, wife, submit to your husband because you will have a problem submitting. He tells you that. He told Solomon, don't you go after the strange women. What did he do? He told him in the beginning not to do it. And he did it. Husbands, love your wives. Wives, submit. Show your power and your strength. Because we are one. Amen. See, when I see her now, it's different. I see me. 
I see the bad decisions that I could make, and I look at her. I can see the damage that I have caused her, which is myself. See, we, we keep pointing the finger, and you should be doing this, because it's your responsibility. Why is she crazy? Oh, my Lord. Mm. It's your responsibility why the house is out of order. It's your responsibility why the kids. I had to come in line. I had to come in line. I had to come in line with my wife. And I don't see what she sees. And I don't always see because he put the enmity between her and Satan. He didn't, he didn't come and talk. The, the, the Nakash didn't come and talk. The shining one did not come and talk. Hasatan did not come and talk to me. He went to the one that God said that is my help me. My the one Lord. that would watch over me. My Lord. Good mm. God Almighty. My God, he knew my authority. Mm. He thought he went to the weak of us not understanding she's smarter than me. Because mm. she see deeper than me. See, we don't get it. The man, what's wrong with America, what's wrong with the, the, the family, is that we're not understanding men as our role. And even in his name, Isha is the woman. And Ish. Is the man. Even in that name, if you go into the yud Hey bab Hey, that is actually inside of the name. Me, when I get married, we still have the Yud in the Hey. Mm. She's the feminist side, and the Hey is me, mm. the Yud. So when you see us, you see Christ. You see his name. You see the witness. You see the blood. In our marriage, we bear the name. We bear his name in who I am. Mm. And who you are, you bear his name. When he made us, when he made his us. name was in us. And when, and when you, see, my hand, that, that thing made me say, my hand is in the fire. The works of my hand is in the fire. And what it does, it can do either two things. It can destroy or it can purify. My job is to purify her. Because I see, I'm supposed to present her spotless and wrinkless before God. See, we don't understand. Paul said there's a mystery between a husband and wife, the church. In Christ, I'm to purify you yes. and perfect you. And you said something good. You're learning how to love. Love comes from the Father. Amen. Love I'm is learned from the Father. The nurturing comes from the wife. That's right. But the love comes from the Father. My He's God. the one that loves. He's the one that teaches your daughter how to love. He's the one that teaches the man how to love. The Father does. This is what's wrong with a lot of us. The Father has not been in position. I told Jackie Foster, I'm so glad that you was in position. Yes. Woman. What comes out of the fire is the woman. What comes out of my work of my hand mm. is the woman. Is the fire. And then that means that, you, see, you understand, out of that fire you become now, you birth. Mm. You bring forth. Amen. I just need y'all to understand it's our position. You need to understand your position. That's right. You are strong. Virtue does not mean that you're just some woman that's sitting there just, I uh, and labor, just you know, doing, and that's not what it is because you don't do the real word study on that. So uh, this is called the ketubah. So what what happened in the marriage is that you stay right there and y'all put that over. Y'all, you stand over there and you put that over her head. And the husband and wife will be in there. And what that represents, husband and the wife have now left the father and mother like they're supposed to, and now they build their own home. And now this represents God because now He's your covering. See, we got to understand, the husband is, but God is with you now. This represents where y'all are intimate at. And God is in there now. He can come in there now. 
This is the protection. Not only that, but this is the blessing that is covering y'all. It don't end. You mean I just get married today? I'm blessed as that day? It don't end. So wherever you go, wherever you walk, wherever you go, this is what's happening. This is the canopy. This is the covering. Amen. Y'all get the picture, right? This is what's happening. This is where the blessing is. This is your prayer house. This is your tent. Now you're building a house with God now. In the earth, you're building a house with God. I'm talking about God's original intent. Do y'all see that? Wherever we go, Mel, the canopy, the ketubah is right there with us. His blessings, anointing, we are represent. We represent him now, his name. When you see a husband and wife, what's wrong is that the husband and wife are not where they're supposed to be. So there's no witness in the earth because that's his name. Not one. It's not good for man to be alone. I need a help me. And it's your destiny. It's your purpose. And I can't do it without me. I can't do it without me. <laughs> oh my God. I don't see you as you. I see you as me. Amen. The beauty. What, what happens is husbands don't like when you tell yourself or yourself tell you that you're coming up short. But if she is in that word. And she is really praying like she's supposed to be. And she's really covering my mind. You can circle me again. It might not work the time. Come on, circle me again. It's so important for us to see that God doesn't leave us. He's with us all the time. That same grace and that same glory. Something we need to really understand. The divine presence of God that dwells in the temple was first meant to dwell in the marriage. Wow. His Shekinah, his glory was intended first to shine down, and be there in the marriage. Folks were serious about marriage back then in the day. They were, they were serious about virtue. Mm-hmm. They were serious about their vows. We're not serious about our vows. We forget our vows. We forget it. The Shekinah in the biblical Hebrew word is for the presence of God. I love it because you can go back into the Talmud and it describes, you know, in depth of what's going on with it. And it says uh, the letter of the word, let's see, the letter... Uh, of the word for the husband are Aleph, Yud, and Shin. And for the wife is Aleph, Shin, and Hay. And I told you the Hay is the, is the feminine side of that word, woman. We, we just really need to understand a few things. When you look at your marriage, or even people who are potentially to be married. I was talking to BK and beautiful Lauren yesterday. Y'all don't mind, do I? And as Christians, we're, we don't date. We're not dating. We, that's just trying it. He, he has a purpose. He has a call on his life. And what I told him, my wife, or oh, when I'm talking to myself, it's good because my mind is now thinking like it should. That's right. When I see her, I'm not thinking that it's someone separate. I'm thinking that that's me. I'm talking to me. I'm having a conversation with me. That's how intimate it is. That's how close it should be. That I'm talking to myself, the emotional part of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to the part of me that is apt to change her mind at any moment. And I told him, I told me, I said, what you're doing, because she's not your wife right now. I said, well, what you're doing is prophesying. If that is your wife, you're prophesying to yourself. I told him, you're prophesying to yourself. This is who he wants to marry. They're not married yet, but he wants to be one day. When he talks to her, don't see her as just that person. She is that I'm prophesying to who I am. 
Amen. Good God Almighty. I'm prophesying to myself. Because if she's going to be my wife, that is bone of my bone. My and flesh of my flesh. I'm prophesying to myself. This is why in the beginning people have disagreements and arguments and even in marriage. But if you would just nurture the marriage and continue to nurture with kindness and patience and thoughtfulness and faithfulness and carefulness. If you would just nurture that relationship. We get married and we think that's over. No, when you say the vows, it just begins. Amen. Till death do us part. See, we get complacent in our marriages. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a good amen. We get complacent. <laughs> amen. We, we get complacent. And we don't, we don't water our own garden. The men don't even water their own garden. Let the weeds grow all up on it. Tumbleweeds. Don't cut the grass everywhere. <laughs> Rollers in your head. We're like, oh, I love you. Yeah, you're just fine. No, 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 no. This is what happens. Just think about it. Why did he place them in a garden? A garden needs to be tended to. That was his job. Amen. It needed to be tended to. A part of me needs to be tended to. That's right. Attention. Yeah. That's See, good. you're not two. You're one. Mm-hmm. I look at her now. I look at me. That's me. God, you really, because of the call that's on my life, on your life, on your life, on your life, mm-hmm. he's got to put you with that right person. Yeah. She got to go through the fire. That's the fire is what purifies you. So she'll be able to birth what's inside of you. Mm, my God. Jesus. She births it. That's all I'm telling you. That's all I'm telling you. See, the man's hand is in the fire. And that goes more with the youth and the work of the hand. And I'm telling you, as Christians, our marriages should be the most beautiful existence and expression of God. My marriage. And you can, you can, listen, the garden could be messed up, but you can till it. You can pull the weeds out. You can actually nurture it back Amen. to life. But it's our responsibility. Two types of fire. It's the fire that purifies. And the last down lead y'all with is the fire of chaos. Wow. The fire of chaos. Which man are you? I ain't asking a woman. I said, which man? Because which man are you? Because depending on who you are, is what you are, your job is to purify that woman. It's to present her, listen, spotless before God of the purifying, of the purification. I'm supposed to present you spotless before God. Yes. Because I have definitely tended to you. Oh, tended to myself. Oh, no man has hated himself. <laughs> Did he? No man. Has hated himself. See, no, you, we, we, just stop there for a second. No man has hated himself. How can I be mad? And you've heard people marry, I hate you. And if they don't say it, they show it in their, exp- um, in, in their, in their deeds. See, most of us men need to repent. Repentance, as Mel said, repentance allow us to grow. It's not about, see, when husband right, and, and my wife taught me some good, it's never about being right. Or wrong. It's about what's true. So if you ever bring in your I'm right, you're immature now. You can't hear and you are utterly in darkness because I want to be right. Yes. What a real man does is looks at himself. Mm-hmm. I got a whole new perspective of me. I, I have a whole new perspective of me, not her, me. And I should be looking at me 
and, say, and she'll tell you this. Where's my shortcoming? Mm-hmm. Where I need to pull it up at? What am I not doing? And I'm talking to myself. I'm having a conversation with myself. Most of it be like, don't tell me that. I don't believe it. I don't see what you're saying. I was right then and I'm right now. Right. And I'm going to be right tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself and she's saying, Rod, you, you need to work on that procrastination. Stop giving yourself excuses. Ooh, stop giving yourself excuses. I'm being, I'm being transparent now. I'm talking about me. And her job, it's nothing like when your wife tell you you need to come up. But she's really telling myself. She's really telling me. She's really telling, my, she's really telling herself, which is me. I don't look at, I'm, she came out of me. She came out of me. That's me. Saying I need to come up. We get irritated. We get mad and frustrated. When myself is telling me you're coming up short. Pastor, you know what? I, I just I love just you so heard, much at uh, this moment. I do have to tell you. <laughs> I can't help it. That's in my heart, y'all. I had to say what's in my heart. Made I, love, me forget I love her, man. <laughs> I told him yesterday, can I switch and get married all over again? Can somebody give me the vows? I said, I love my wife. I love you too, Pastor. I love you too. I do. <laughs> Probably can really tell how much you love me versus how much I love him because He's so expressive and he's so giddy with it. <laughs> so I was just um, hearing that God has given the woman to be the messenger of God, mm. the personal messenger of God mm-hmm. for the man. Amen. See that the the help me. I I have a suitable. When you said suitable, suitable. I have place. I brought out of you. Yourself, which is a suitable Jesus. help me, and this suitable help me is your personal messenger from me. Cause she hear from God, personal messenger. Hear. See, you you don't you, you don't see the revelation of the wife. She is yeah. God's personal messenger, go. personal messenger. I got some witnesses assigned to you, Jane. Personal. See, it's nothing like Brian having your own personal. This is an angel. See, they're a messenger. That's what angel. But is. I brought out of you, you, <laughs> to come and to minister to you. Okay. Because it's God Himself that's in you that has brought you out of you to minister back to you. I've given you, Didi, a personal messenger Mm-mm. from myself Mm-mm. to bring you out of your pride because men, they, they're very prideful Amen. to get you to be able to see because you are the leader. But God has given me to you to help meet your purpose and destiny in this earth. That's right. That's you to help can't me. meet it without me. I can't. Because I the can't messenger goes out ahead. I'm going out ahead. I am your personal server. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm serving Go ahead. you. Do your thing. Pray for me. I go, go out in Suck the em. spirit Suck Suck and Suck I em. make way for my priest. Come on back. I make I way to... for my priest. Right. I make on, way. She makes way for the priest and the prophet and king of her house. Right. You make way for him. Now obey and circle me. I need to make sure you protect me. See, I need to continue me. to tear down the walls. Tear down, continue. This, 
You stop hearing me. You stop hearing. You stop hearing the messenger. Come on. You stop hearing the personal mm. server. Mm. I am your caregiver. You this stop. is why the woman gets so burdened when the husband don't get it. Mm. I'm just because I see something over there that you don't see. God has given me your eyes to see because your job is focused to be my provider to care over my emotions. So what I will not begin to see for you, I'm not moved so much with my emotions, but I'm moved by the Spirit so I can personally go out and pray for Good you God and make way for my King <laughs> and problem my home. Good because God now when I make way for my King, Denise, now I bring back what God has given for you. Now you can declare and decree over our home. Amen. Good God Almighty. My God. But the, but the man said not declaring and not decreeing, passing laws, which are my kingdom laws, in the home. Mm -mm -mm. Because you don't realize the mystery mm -mm. of your help me. I am your server. I got you. I'm serving you spiritually you. to get to your purpose That's right. and your destiny. Don't buck, David. I guess. The purpose that I'm trying to bring and fulfill because God has a son, your wife, as your personal spiritual messenger. Good God Almighty. Receive, he says, mm, mm, mm. receive the personal spiritual God. messenger that God has given. Amen. Because you're not going to meet your destiny, your purpose that God has put inside of you. He said, this is the mystery. The husband and wife. The husband Christ and wife. And the church. That I, Christ I, is inside. I brought the Father. He took out of himself himself. Jesus being manifested in the flesh. Mm, mm, and he said, y'all, you see thing. me and you don't know me. You ask me. About the Father. He said, when you see me, you, you see, see the, the Father. Father. When you see my husband, you see me. We are one. You, you see me. I love. I love him. He loved me. And you're to be one as we're one. Amen. Hey, help me to serve. Now, you see, but a woman, we got to watch out for being manipulated because of the gifting. Go ahead. And Bring that balance. Go ahead. Because you can do that. You're very manipulated with the things that you, when you want to get something. <laughs> and so you it. even use the word. You use the word. Be you aware use body. of trying you to use, use the body and the word to manipulate the man. Only from clean hands. How can two walk together? That I serve you. Amen. And only from a, a purified lips do I speak mm, mm. to the king and the prophet of my home. Mm. How can two walk together except they agree? Except they agree. Do you understand? See, y'all know, I look at these little men right here. They, have a, they are men. They have a call in the, on their lives. They, they might not be hearing it right now. You got a call on your life that's been ordained for God. Amen. And see, what happens is we, don't, we, we can fall out of it. Or I never get to the right person I need to hear without I need to be called. That's kaleo. Bobby, you have a tremendous call on your Amen. life because of what's on you. Amen. Good God Almighty. You have oh, a tremendous call Jesus. on your life because of what's with you. I mean, you have a tremendous call on your life because what's with you. You have a tremendous call on your life Jesus, because of what's with Jesus. you. See, we don't understand that. Jesus, Jesus. See, no, we don't understand that. Jesus. We don't understand. See, we, man thinks that they come in and they fulfill. See, I have a tremendous call on my life. Amen. So he got to give me, listen. So the, the part of me mm. needs to be tremendous too. Amen. Because that's me. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
That's me. Amen. So you got to change how you see it. You got to go back to the beginning. You got to always go back to the beginning. Good God. And you have a tremendous call on you. And see, listen. God, my God. My God. <laughs> Can someone turn to Deuteronomy 23, 21, oh, I believe? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Deuteronomy Come on. 23, 21 says, when you make a vow. Oh, Jesus. A vow is something legal and is bonding by the enforcement of your voice that has spoken. You better say that. When you speak, Bobby, that's a vow. Your, your breath have now enforced your words. It's binding. It's binding. There's no paperwork that needs to be signed. Jesus. So when I make a vocal promise to you. That's what a, that's what a vow is. I've enforced it. To be a binding contractual agreement of promises mm -hmm. or of deliverables. And God has some promises for you and you have some promises that you up, should uphold to him. To him. Hey. So what's going to happen here And making this vow? It says, when you make a vow to the Lord, and listen carefully, people of God, to the Lord, your God. Mm. Be prompt and fulfilling whatever you promise him. Mm. For the Lord, your God, demands that you promptly fulfill all your vows or you will be guilty of sin. You'll be guilty of walking in error. You'll be guilty of thinking wrong. It's not just about sin. He said, you can't now hear from me. Because when you did Romans 10, 9, you made a vow. That's you made right. a vow to be a follower of Christ. A disciplined follower. A disciplined follower of Christ. Romans said not every believer, when you made that vow, you said that I promise to uphold now this call upon my life. Just like your marriage He said, vow. so when you make a promise to me, don't be a fool. He said, promptly mm. adhere to the vow that you made. He said, otherwise, it's a sin. And see, now you can't hear. You can't hear, so now you can't live what you're hearing. But you're thinking that you're living what you're hearing, but you're not hearing what you're hearing because you're not listening, because you're impaired. Your hearing now is impaired because you're now walking in sin, mm -hmm. in error, and dark matter. Okay. You make a vow to God. He said, it's best that you pay him promptly. He didn't just say pay him, but he said Promptly, he said, "Don't be delinquent That's right. with your payment, or don't make one this at all." Comes that in your stewardship, That's pastor. That's right. He said, "See now, we we keep marking God. Everything that you have, you don't have because it's not yours. And if it was really yours, you'll be able to take it to the grave." Oh. And being you cannot take it to the grave, oh. it's not yours. Mm. It can't go with you in the deep. So God is saying to you. Everything that you're trying to hold so dearly oh, to you, he said, release it. Release what's mine. And he said, do it promptly. When you continue in your wayward ways, he says, I will bring judgment upon the house of God. See, this is what we keep thinking we can do is that we praise our God. He said, with blood on your hands, he said, and in the book of Isaiah, he said, don't walk. 
through the chambers of my house. He said, with bloody hands. He said, because I will judge you. Good that I'm a righteous God. God and I love you. He said, but I will judge you. So I don't judge you. He says, I'm coming to warn you. If you make a vow and you have, because you call yourself a believer, he said, pay it and pay it promptly. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus, my God. Oh, welcome to Walker Ministries. <laughs> How can two walk together except they agree? All I know, the Bible says that because of our purification of our wives, it's purifying them as gold. See, make me look really different at you or the purification. How am I purifying you? Am I purifying you with chaos, the wrong fire? Or am I purifying you with his fire? The fire is what does the work. Jesus. Am I doing, am I a man of chaos? And chaos, you know, an explosion is chaos. It's without order. Uh, a nuclear explosion, it disrupts all the molecules in the air. It destroys them. It's like the husband. He can destroy his wife. He can destroy his family. If you're a man of chaos, what kind of fire? What kind of fire do you kindle? What kind of fire? So when I look at the times that I, I may get angry, that's really an explosion. It puts things out of order. It affects the atmosphere around me. See, and what that does it does attract the dark matter. It does attract the demons. It does attract that realm. Okay, he's in the second heaven. This is where the principalities and the powers are. But when I have that strange fire, it's food to them. And they feed off of my negativity. They feed off my depression. They feed of my, you know, unforgiveness. And it attracts it. Y'all think we like, if you really go into the scientific part of it, you actually produce a quantitative amount of dark matter. You do. You know why? Because you have good and evil inside of you. You can actually kill somebody. See, that's the whole spiritual realm. And they operate in that dark matter. It's a tangible it's real. See, dark matter is, 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 I love the expression that we gave. Say, in this time, we, we want to light a law. We have to light it to catch it on fire in time. But in the, it's in the second realm, the other dimension, the log, the wood is already burning. What your job is to do is how do I contain it? And see, you have, a, you know why? Because your flesh is a container. That's why he says no good thing dwells in it. That's why he said, think on whatever's lovely, whatever's nice, and what good before. Because it attracts the dark matter that you can actually quantitatively produce. They can show you in the laboratory to contain it. Dark matter is so powerful. You got to come in on Tuesday and we start talking about CERN. And what this does, it said one gram of dark matter that they can actually, CERN is a hedron collider. They're actually trying to open up a stargate. That's deep. I'm going in and tell y'all about that. They can say, they said one gram. 
This is real. Metaphysical. It's real. One gram of dark matter is equivalent to four Hiroshima's. You can, one Hiroshima can destroy the earth. But one gram of dark matter that they can actually, and they actually have done it. And you sitting here with your anger and bitterness, you drawing it to you. What's your negative? Don't nothing ever work out. You're drawing all of that to you. All the negative and the demons, they listen, they hover in that realm. We don't get it. See, what's so funny is the science is like, the Christians don't believe it, but we know it because we can see it. And we don't believe it. We think it's okay to hold grudges against myself. We think it's okay to cheat on myself. We think it's okay. It's okay to talk myself out of it. We're getting a divorce. That's it. That's final. You go your way, and I go my way. I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself to go his way. Because marriage and vows are serious. So when you take a vow, you have to be serious about it. Because God is not playing with it. If you at some point in your life has received Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you're not in him, and he's not in you, you need to come up to the altar. And we need to repent. That means you have to open your mouth. And God, being who he is, will graciously receive you. And act like you didn't do anything wrong. Now you can really protect his heart. Stop worrying about your heart. Protect his heart. Do what you're supposed to do. That protects his heart. He's, he's vulnerable. He loves much deeper than any of us. So that means he will feel deeper than we would feel. So he will hurt more stronger than we would hurt.